compliance. If you can believe it, this is our 35th episode. Join us today as we discuss an article Ahmed recently published, Compliance Communications, Making a Change, Look to Your Transition Coalition. To Think Compliance, brought to you by Compliatric and Ahmed Salim. My name is Dagmar Austin. Happy to be co-hosting this with you, Ahmed. Hi, Dagmar. Good to be here. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you and all of our listeners. I was uh, looking at our stats for this podcast, and um, I can't believe we've. This is our thirty-fifth episode, and we've had over. I think it's over seven thousand downloads from all across the world. That's um, it's, it's great. Slowly but surely, right? Yeah, it's fun to have a, a passion project and, and see a little bit of a success. Um, talk to me about this. Talk to me about that, about this article you just published. I was fortunate enough recently to be asked to write a column for uh, Compliance Magazine. So, then it's been probably the next year, really talking about this concept of change management and really how to become better leaders. Uh, it's something. I think as compliance professionals, we look past, and I think I've talked about it before, but you know, everything from change management to having difficult conversations to really leading projects, right? If it's via project management, if it's having your team, um, there's a lot of components that can make up uh, you know, a compliance professional to help them really drive a successful program, especially in the early implementation phases. So... I'm reading here your article, and you know you always get a little esoteric, um, which I enjoy. But can for for the rest of us, can you just define what change management is? I guess the best way to describe it is it's exactly what it sounds like, right? It's essentially the components to help guide you through um, a change. Eh, it could be a simple change, it can be a drastic change, but essentially, what can you do to kind of help? guide and successfully get you to a point uh, with these pending changes and why that's important to compliance is we're often tasked with implementing new policies processes looking at something that may be broken to assess and help fix Um, and it's difficult and the way that we're looked at in organizations as no police or how we have such limited resources anything i think we can do to get to a point that helps us be successful to drive the change is is a benefit what are the what are the elements um, of uh, of this change management framework that you've outlined here? Well, so there's there's a number of theories out there, um, you know, any, everywhere from James Cotter's eight steps to change management to other um, experts, right? So it, it's hard to quantify and kind of state like it is the seven elements, but there are there are basically some common themes, right? Um, I talk about the first one that I think is important in this first uh, in my first publishing that comes out in March. But essentially, it's this idea of building a coalition. Which the great thing about change management is you're probably already doing most of the steps. If you have a full functioning compliance program, it's now good to understand what what it is and to start using them um, to kind of drive change. So, um, you know, transition uh, transitioning your coalition, building your coalition is important. 
right? Getting buy-in is important, which kind of leads to this idea of creating sense of urgency um, and so forth. So uh, I don't want to stick with a certain number that it's it's set in stone. It's just this general concept. How are, how are the key people that you want to bring in uh, when you're building a coalition? Yeah, so there's a n- number of ways to think about it, right? So first and foremost, you want you want people who are visibly high in the organization, right? There's always that concept of tone from the top. If you can get your CEO, you can get your EVPs or however your organization is structured to get some buy-in into uh, a process or change, and that's always, always going to help. You're also going to want individuals in middle management, but... You know, there's a concept that I think is important, and I'd love to do a podcast on kind of this idea of uh, who you're bringing in, and, and you don't want to get people who are on board with everything compliance is doing, right? There's this idea of getting people who are yes people, and there are people that there is the idea of bringing people in who are going to who are going to challenge you, and I like to bring in the people who challenge me, right? They may not be compliance experts, but they are experts in what they feel. Um, the organization may need. So a good example is recently did a ethics line survey to kind of measure the comfortability people had with speaking up. I shared it with our compliance committee and we have a member who is exactly what I'm talking about, always questioning and making sure we're putting out the best output. And he questioned the questions on the survey. He questioned the order of the survey and he questioned whether or not the survey was necessary, right? And it was good for me in our program to kind of validate what we are doing. And we also kind of changed things up because of that, right? And I think it made the survey better. So uh, those are individuals I think that are important to your coalition as well. I think it's always a good idea to have people around you who challenge, you know, your idea or your project or your plan. Um, I think we gain a lot from that. You also talk about um, identifying organizational stakeholders you know, to align to a common goal. What are organizational stakeholders? So depending on the project, right? So we'll stick with this ethics line idea. Um, You know, obviously I'm going to look at teaming up with departments where I've seen a a high number of reporting, right? But at the same time, I'd probably look at departments that I also know that are high risk that aren't reporting and want to speak to their managers. Why? Well, if, if someone's in a high risk department, let's just say sales, but I seem to never get questions or concerns brought forward. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that we're perfectly compliant and the sales team is you know, perfect. It just means that there's some hesitancy or a lack of awareness of what to report. So those are individuals I want to work with, say, hey, what's the best way to put this survey out so your people not only fill it out, they feel comfortable, so we can get the right information we need to kind of help address what I'm looking at as a perceived gap. And maybe those people can help you, you know, think about ways to build engagement for their department, either that are department specific. Yeah, and this, this is the best part about change management. And I apologize, I'm uh, fighting some allergies, but the best part about change management is it's just the idea of just being organized and just kind of having a plan and making sure that plan is successful. It's a concept that I think is beneficial, and I also think it's something that can kind of bend with how we need to handle our day-to-day, and that's what makes it exciting, right? I'm a big fan of project management and kind of working on that. I think this is really important how it's done because in some organizations, there's you know broad sweeping changes all the time, and it um, 
can get a little tiresome or, or, you know, I think employees can have a little bit of hesitancy when things are always changing. What are, what are the best ways to communicate, you know, change in the organization? Yeah, well, I think you hit the nail on the head. First and foremost, don't, don't go changing things every year. If you're, gonna, if you're gonna implement a new process, make sure that process works for your organization long-term. Not something that you're gonna have to you know, change up if you guys are growing exponentially or if you're not growing or new products. Are, you really have to think about this, right? And this just goes back into this concept of having a coalition and making sure that like you're talking through this, right? You're having that vision conversation and you're making sure you're aware of what's on, um, you know, coming through the pipes and so forth. So everything just comes back to, even though we don't have resources, there are, there are things we can do to kind of work through the thoughtfulness and making sure that we are putting out the best product for our organization. And what about, you know, creating this sense of urgency? Are you talking about creating like a sense of urgency within your coalition or, you know, to the rest of the company? Yeah. So uh, I think uh, I think we'll save that for another podcast because that's going to be another article in one of the monthly publications. But just a quick, quick hint of what it is. It's essentially making sure that you have the buy in and the the essential uh, buy-in in the organization that people understand this is important. And we'll, we'll deep dive into that, I think, in another episode because there's a lot to that. Okay, awesome. And you know I've got to ask, do you have any, uh, do you, have any uh, you know, stories from uh, big change management um, integrations at former companies or any funny stories or interesting stories to tell us? Uh, I'm reading Think Again from Adam and he really talks about kind of rethinking and reshaping. And it may not hit straight onto change management, but I think it kind of aligns to the concepts we're talking about and really getting comfortable thinking about what we do from different points of views, um, and especially from compliance, right? There's so many angles, and I think the more we listen to our stakeholders, the better our program can be. Adam Grant, so I need to read him. I haven't actually read any of his work. Yeah, I actually skipped over um, the originals. I uh, just, I don't know, just couldn't get into it. I think maybe I was just a lot busier and then shifted to another book. Picked this up because we're doing a book club, and I have to say I'm gonna, I've not been able to put it down, and I'll probably go back to read the originals. It's uh, very interesting. So it's, it's actually called The Originals? That's his, I think, first publication. The book, Okay. the, the one I'm referencing is Think Again. I always like to get my reading tips from you. Maybe in another podcast, also we could talk about um, um, the Clifton Strength Finder assessment. Have you taken that? Yes, yes, yeah, we definitely can. I think that's a benefit. You know, I think as our listeners continue to evolve in their in their careers, there's going to be a lot of these types of assessments, leadership assessments, and you know, as they continue to get higher and higher positions, so probably always a great career advancement note to be aware of yeah i just took um i just took another assessment for myself i haven't taken one in you know maybe five or six years and it was interesting to compare the two reports so that'd be fun to talk about next time any um any other notes about um regarding uh, compliance communications none for me um you know i think i think we'll we'll slowly start phasing out this idea of change management over the next year but 
you know, this is a topic I'm pretty passionate about. Um, you know, think it's something that'd be great for our craft and our trade. Um, so looking to looking forward to speaking more to it. And you know, for like I said, our listeners, feel free to you know interact. Let us know what you think. Um, if there's topics you've been aware of or dealing with uh, in your organization that you think would be a great example to discuss, let us know. I mean, we want to make this as open and interactive as possible with our listeners. Well, thank you, Amit. Um, I really appreciate your time and insight today, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening to Think Compliance. Please join us for our next podcast and reach out to us on Twitter at thinkcomply. For questions, comments, etc., you can also email us at info at compli.